0: This is Change the Brain, Conversations Without Limitations.
1: Welcome
2: to Change the Brain, Conversations Without Limitations. I'm your host, Sir Charles Carey, and I happen to have two gentlemen here, uh, good friends of mine that are, we're all in the same industry, but these are conversations from ordinary people that do extraordinary things. On my left is none other than Mr. James Green all right
0: thank you for having me Charles I appreciate it yes my name is James Green and I'm co-founder along with my wife of Marriage Built to Last and we actually are marriage and relationship pathologists and people say what is a pathologist a pathologist actually is a study of disease so when we think of disease we think of something Outside the normal. Something that's not internal is outside. So we study marriages and relationships. Okay. okay. So, dis ease, when your relationship is at a dis ease and it's something from outside the relationship that happens that causes you to be at dis ease. Right. So, we're marriage and relationship pathologists. All right.
2: And on my right, another good friend. We've gone through several conferences and traveled around the country, none other than my man Rob. Rob, I know you speak on leadership and That's your area of focus. Tell the people a little
1: bit about what you're doing. Yes, sir. I'm so glad that you're having me today, Mr. Charles Carey. Uh, My name is Robert Antoinette, and I'm the founder of Leadership Lessons, LLC. And what I do is I coach and I talk to leaders, and I help them to be better motivators, innovators, and communicators in their workplace. And what I do is valuable for anybody that's in a position of leadership or management. And most of the leadership lessons come from failures that I've had as a leader. Uh, I've been a manager since I've been 19 years old. And for a good part of that time, I did it all wrong. Uh, But through uh, leadership training and and doing it all wrong, I find the way to do it right.
2: All right, all right. Well, folks, just to let you know, uh, we're going to go in live. There's no whole lot of prep work. This is not a scripted show. But we just want to let you know the answers to some things you may be thinking about but have never shared those thoughts with other people and you've never said them out loud so one of the first things we want to talk about is you women (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's good so with that being (laughs) (laughs) with that being said um take this the right way because really I know a lot of times women want to know what men think about exactly. them. Sure. Um, right. Women think they know how we operate. And in some instances, they probably do. But let's just take it from a candid perspective. Um, you know, I know for me and many men that I grew up with, one of the biggest things is respect. Sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So what, what do you guys think about that? I mean, does that level, does that rate on your on your chart? Or oh, yeah. Is that oh, yeah. That's something you've ever had
1: a, a problem with? Sure. I don't know that I've ever had a problem with, but but respect is big for men, Mm -hmm. and establishing those boundaries are important for men. Sometimes an over establishment of those boundaries, but I'll give you a a perfect example for me. Like I'm a private person, right? So there there are parts of the house that are open for everybody, right? But then this is my space. (laughs) Violating that space is an absolute no-no. And anybody who does that, usually your significant other, you know, that, that's a sign of disrespect because I've established this boundary is mine, you know. Okay. And it could be something as simple as my closet or yeah, my yeah. bathroom in the oh, house, yeah. you know, yeah. wherever it is. Uh, to violate that respect, you know, usually causes some dis-ease right. uh, and, and that's so
0: true because, see, I know that women, they say they want love, but men want respect. Yeah. And see, a lot of women don't respect or maybe they don't present that respect to us. Because right. a lot of times we can do things for our women or do certain things and they'll talk about it. They don't respect the things we do. Right. And all we're asking is just acknowledge it. Yeah. If you acknowledge sometimes the thing you do, that's a matter of respect right there. You know, you may not like it, but just respect it. Right. And sure. give us that acknowledgement that, okay, yeah. I understand what you're saying. And we may not always get it right as right. men, right? right. Sure. That's sure. correct. That's but correct. But let us fail as men. Yeah, You know? Respect us and let us fail and then we'll come back to you and say, you know, you were right. Maybe I shouldn't have did it, but you stood by me and you respected my decision and let me fail on my own. So that's all
2: we're asking. Yeah, you know, and I think it's really simplistic. I think, unfortunately, and and it's not just this generation or in today's times. I think we uh, over-sophisticate or complicate relationships. I mean, the reality is that women want the same thing that men want. You know, we want someone to be there we want intimacy uh, we want to have a good time mm-hmm. we want to have someone to talk to yeah. and I mean whatever else there is we all want the same things as yeah. human beings on this planet I mean right and but, you know
0: Rob and Charles that's true because I look at sometimes the younger generation yeah to me they have no respect either way yeah and I don't know how the younger men are and I talk to a lot of younger men and they say that the younger women just don't respect them okay you know but a lot of times you have to earn that respect
2: yeah and yeah.
0: the younger generation I don't know if they actually take the steps to earn that respect from the women that's why maybe the women say you know what I don't respect him because he hasn't
1: did anything to earn that respect what do you think yeah. about that Rob well you know if we're talking about the younger generation you know the images that they see on tv usually dictate how they perceive what a relationship should be right you know, uh being an older cat you know i, I got to see it modeled in my mm-hmm. family people in my surrounding some of my friends parents but what they see on tv you know this is the housewives of whatever oh, love generation. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there's not a whole lot of love Bro, and happiness yeah. going on you know who can disrespect who the hardest and the right. most is, is, you know, the, the law of the land. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, because those images are powerful and etched into the brain of our, our young people's psyche, right. that is what they enact all the time. Okay, and and, and and so so they don't know what it is to be respected. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. Do you with agree,
0: that. right? Do you agree that a lot of say, I know, and we're probably older. A lot of the younger gentlemen don't have that role model
2: that show them that respect. I think that's important. You know, you know, talking about. <clears throat> The role model, you know, having the role model, it plays a huge part on so many levels, mm-hmm. outside and inside, or inclusive and exclusive right. of relationships. Sure. Um, but as it relates to relationships, I think it's it's true. Like we watch television, and that's how we got the idea of what cool literally looks sure, like. Yeah. Movies—that's what cool no. looks like. Sorry. So it's the same thing today when we think about. How are you supposed to dress? How do you carry yourself? And unfortunately, the media, which is our biggest foe, the media is the thing or the the platform that distorts their mindset. You know, and they don't see it because to them now it's second nature. And I've always had this phrase I've said that when people do something that's negative, often enough, sooner or later it becomes normal. Yeah. And there's nothing normal about something abrasive or harmful, yeah. but it becomes, you get numb to it, and then it becomes a norm. That's right, And yep. that's a big problem with our society. You know, young people, old people, I don't care, black, yeah. white, whatever. And, and, and,
1: and, and it's so true what you just said, but I, I'm, I'm going back to a point that you made. Mm-hmm. I'm from DC, right? Native right. Washingtonian. So there's a cat named Tony Terry. Became one oh, yeah. the songs, yeah. Babies Having Babies. Okay. So yes. there's a whole generation of kids, young men particularly, who grew up without a father, father. figure okay. in their household. So they grew up with a single mother. And there's nothing wrong with being a single mother. Shout out to the single mothers because I was raised by a single mother. But in a lot of cases, without that male role model in Mm -hmm. the household, you you, you have a female who's bitter. She's uh, resentful, and rightfully so, because she doesn't have a helpmate. But the son or or the young man, that's Mm -hmm. all he saw and that's all Mm -hmm. he knows. So when it comes to conflict resolution, as opposed to having a respectful resolution, he he, he acts out in anger and and, and he objectifies women because he didn't have a, a... a, a role model and yeah. heard what the mother mm-hmm. said so, so yeah. there's a pattern of just negativity that that That's rolls so on and on and on and it plays out you know especially with the younger yeah. generation and, and, how and, they and to add on that
0: them. that is so good because uh i always tell people children are visual so, yeah and like you said they see what they see on tv they see like say their single mothers and like you said yeah. shout out to them but they don't have role models so all they know is what they see and you right. can try to tell them all you want don't do as I do, do as I say. Right. But still, they're visual, so they're going to do what they see. And right. so if they don't see a positive relationship, a good woman, or you know, a family oriented, yeah. like I always say, you could be independent or interdependent.
2: Wow. Interdependent Hello. is
0: when you sit down and have conflict resolution in the home. So right. You talk in the home, you raise that family unit. Independent is when you don't have that and you go outside. The family. You go maybe out on the street. Like you said, you're from yeah. D.C. I'm from Philadelphia. Yeah. They go out on the street, and that's where they say, oh, they treat me like family. Exactly. So that's where they get their interdependence from. Right. So it's more interdependent in the home than independent.
2: Right. Shout out to New, to New York, Philly, <laughs> and D.C. I know. <laughs> <Go> on, <laughs> <sir>. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. But, um, you know, which brings me to this whole Me Too movement. You know, the Me Too movement has been something that has been... Uh, in some cases, probably traumatizing to people, and for other people, it has been something that is, it has immobilized an entire new mindset sure. with women across the world. Yeah. And um, I mean, I think it, it you know, I, be- I believe that a woman has a right to uh, fair treatment you know, as it relates to, of course, her body, mm-hmm. as it relates to jobs, and all these other things. But now we have to look at is it going too far? Sure.
1: Well, go ahead, bro. I'll just simply say this. (laughs) I don't think that it's going too far in the sense that we do need to have some level of accountability in the workplace. Mm -hmm. And and I'll just use myself as an example. When the Me Too movement started, Mm -hmm. I really had to think about how I treated female employees in the workplace. And there have been some things that I've said, Sir Charles, and some things that I've done that may have violated what is now not acceptable. Right. So the new norm needs to be recognized and understood, comma, however, there is an element of the movement that takes things maybe a little too far. And, and, and maybe I'm a man and I shouldn't say that. I have that opinion, but in my opinion, mm-hmm. you know, there are some elements of that movement that has gone on the outskirts and, and made the extreme the norm. You okay, know? okay, I and, can see that. Right, and I have I to have kind to agree. of agree with that, yeah. right,
0: because they seem to take that a little too far, like you said, you know, because, okay, I know women want to be loved. Women want a man to court them and treat them like a gentleman, but then you have the ones that are, well, I could do this all by myself, and that is true, yeah. right. and, and it's the me too. Well, I could do that too. I could sure. do just as much as a man could do, and let me shout out to women, let me tell you, especially black women. Black women, I, I always say they can work a job, Raise kids, go to school, start a business, write a book all at the same time, and carry a child. We can't do that. Right. They can do all of that. And maybe I they don't trying to do all that. And, right, yeah, <laughs> true. and maybe they don't need a man. Right, or right. Maybe they just want a man. But I know they could do all that, but it's not about me too. It's about sometimes humbling yourself. Sure. And and allow. See, I always say to women, you need to be open. I mean, can you do it? Yes. I know it's me too. But be open because there's a gentleman out there that really might like you and really want to meet you, but you have that stigma as I could do this myself. I don't need a man.
2: Now this is the problem. Everything you said is valid and I would say accurate. The problem is, unfortunately, everyone's temperament is is different. And as it relates to women, a woman, that temperament may be like this. Yes. Yes. You know, it may be stuck. Her (laughs) emotions are definitely like this, but her temperament is maybe fragile. Let me put it like that. Emotional roller coaster, that's the the life of a woman, or the mindset, how they're they're framed, how they're built, and there's no knock on women, but their temperament has been challenged, their experiences Mm -hmm. have been varied, and they don't know just because you're the charming prince, you're the prince charming that you appear to be if on the inside are you that demon that's going to beat her behind closed doors because they've experienced it once right, and right. now they're shell-shocked probably for the rest of your life unless you invest 20 years of proving and no that, baby and I'm, a guy. Guy. Right. I'm a and, good and Cobra, guy, I'm a good guy.
0: You know it just as well as I do, all of that is true but if you're carrying all of that baggage from the past and you have that wall up and a man can't even if he is a Prince Charming, he can't get past that wall, that right. barrier
2: what can you do? It's a lose-lose. Right. Because a positive person and a negative person can't win. Right. right. But, a, but ho- a hopeful person and another right. hopeful person have a better opportunity right. Of, right. of growing right. and, and developing.
0: And that's why I, I tell women, you need to be a little open. You don't know that Prince Charming could be there, but you're carrying that past hurt. You're thinking, oh, he might have that demon inside of him. Yeah. You might take him to church and he says, yeah, I go to church. And he's only going to church for one thing, to get next to you. Right. But you don't know that right. because you have that wall up, and you won't give him a chance because yeah. he could be that Prince Charming.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, don't, right. I don't know if it's, it's it's too taboo to name names and, and go into specifics, but there are some specific situations, even currently, you know, with some of the big names in Hollywood. Yes. They're, they're, they're probably, you know, reaping some of the bad seeds they've sown over time. I'm sure. But, you know, um, I, I'll just say this. There was a, a fighter, you may have heard of him. His name is Iron Mike, Mike Tyson. Tyson. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll just say this to any woman anywhere in the world, uh, after 12 midnight in the confines with a, a, a person of the opposite sex, don't dial his There number. there's some things that can happen, yeah. that probably will happen. So if you don't go into that situation knowing that there may be some intimate or physical contact happening then you're selling yourself short and you're asking for something yeah. bad to happen now so. here's
2: a problem many times i'll say it. a teenage girl sixteen seventeen on up you have common sense and no one is challenging that you don't however are you utilizing it meaning mm-hmm. that it's nice to just be friendly with someone of the opposite sex but you do have as rob said you have to look at time frames. Is this 12 o'clock at night, 1 o'clock in the morning? What is the likeliness of something going in a direction that you may not be prepared for, right. don't want, right. didn't ask for? Yeah. Are you in a confined area? These are things that are realistic. Right. To me, this is when your red flag or common sense kicks in, right. unless you want to be there. Right. Now, if you want to be there with an ulterior motive, by all means, you will go and something will happen and we'll read about it in the news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But come on. 20 years ago, 30 years ago, people are being held accountable to, not moral, Mm -hmm. but to standards that were acceptable. It may have been morally wrong then as it is today, but those standards were Mm -hmm. acceptable. Now if you are generally a person that was damaged and you want to get back or tell your story, by all means I think you should. But don't open up the gateway for other people to say, oh yeah, come on one time. My old boss patted me on the butt, and now, now she's going to be dragged under the rug on the mm-hmm. on the carpet, scrutinized. Uh, her challenge, her life line, and her financial uh, well-being was going to be challenged. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we have to say, okay, what? How far does it go? Mm-hmm. When is enough? You know, I'm I'm thinking we're kind of confused in that state.
1: Right. Yeah, so, I I, but, I don't want to really peel that banana down too much because there is a, 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 a legal term called statute of limitations. limitations.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and
1: I don't know that, that that necessarily applies to emotionally scarred person. You mm. know, I, I carry that, that burden with me all my life. Right. So forever, ever, I'm going to talk about it, and be damaged by it. But there is a, a level to what you're saying. Yeah. You know, if 20 years ago an uh, uh, unscrupulous situation happened that was semi-consensual, you know, I, I find it kind of Hypocritical to burn right. a guy about it, right. you know. Now that he's in a right. public spotlight, right. now he's in a position of influence. You want to just ruin everything that he has done in a positive light, you know. Uh, I think there's a way to handle that, but but this public shaming is probably something that you know is a natural byproduct of me right. getting back at you for something you did X, thirty y, Z, years ago. ago. And, yeah. and let me
0: say this: yeah. uh, like my mother-in-law always used to say, a woman or a young girl or whatever, there's nothing out there after 10 o'clock at night but trouble right. so let me ask your question so if like you said 16 17 on up if they're at a young man's house at 1 2 in the morning what is the man's mindset what is he thinking why are you over here you must be over here for a reason you like me why right. want me like and what I is she you, thinking about so. oh I didn't ask for this but you did come over at 1 in the morning you know we did hang out You know, went to the club or whatever it may be. Now we went back to my place at 1 in the morning. Why did you come
2: back to my place? Now, viewers, please do not get us wrong. Do not misconstrue what we're conveying. We're not saying that it's okay and that we approve of a woman being with a guy late at night or after hours and anything that happens to her is acceptable. We are not saying that. But what we are saying is that it opens up the gateway to a problem that you may not be able to reverse. Sure. And the damage is not only going to be on you, but it may be on him. If he got his wires crossed, it's going to be on you and your family, him and his family, his employment, your employment. Mm-hmm. It's the trickle effect. Exponentially, it creates... It, it's almost like an, an implosion yeah. that you cannot control. Right. Yeah. So, you know... I'm going to take a look at this menu and see exactly what they have and I said anything that I would like, so we'll be right back, okay? For more information on these topics or presenters, go to our Facebook page.
0: You're
1: watching Change the Brain, conversations without limitations.
2: Get us wrong. Do not misconstrue what we're conveying. Right. We're not saying that it's okay and that we approve of a woman being with a guy late at night or after hours and anything that happens to her is acceptable. We are not saying that. But what we are saying is that it opens up the gateway to a problem that you may not be able to reverse. Sure. And the damage is not only going to be on you but it may be on him, if he got his wires crossed, it's gonna be on you and your family, him and his family, his employment, your employment, Mm -hmm. it's the trickle effect, exponentially, it creates, it's almost like an an implosion that you cannot control. So, you know, this takes me to another point. When is too far, or when, how do you know how far to go? Like, you know, hey girl, what's up? Yo, baby, um, you know, can I grab your hand? Can I touch your shoulder? You know, is it that you've said no once, twice? I mean, are you playing hard to get? How do we always know the best approach
1: to take? You know, I'll I'll take a crack at it because I'm a father of two girls, Mm. right? So no means no, period. And even in my own uh, walk as we talked about earlier you know i have to take an inventory of some of the things that i've done sure you know i may have not heard the first no it may have taken me two no's or three no's but in the generation and the time that we are now we need to be cognizant of the no and 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 the repercussions that come behind not adhering to the first time that you hear a note. so the one thing that I, I want to make sure that my daughters know is to be very very comfortable in explaining exactly what it is that you expect of that person this situation, here are my boundaries and these are my bylaws that cannot be broken. Mm-hmm. So I don't even have to tell you no, because I'm gonna explain it up front. you.
0: Gotcha. And, and that's gotcha. good because I did the same thing. I have two daughters also. And I explained them from the very beginning. For one, don't put yourself in that situation where it's just you and a gentleman at one in the morning by yourselves, say in a bedroom somewhere. Because
2: you know. wanna act like a gentleman exactly. nine times one in the morning. And
0: nobody's there to see anything, nobody's around. And always make sure that you have that conversation with him up front. Look, right. nothing's going on here. I like you as friends. Nothing's you know, we're not getting into anything, we're not going there.
2: Or even to say, look, I do like you like that, but now not right. tonight. Right. Not today. Not just like not God this said, time.
0: you have to set your boundaries up yeah. front. Right. Have that conversation and say, Look, here's where I'm coming from and I'm letting you know that up front.
2: Right.
1: Yep.
0: And and I tell my daughters that all the time and I say, not call me. <laughs>
2: right,
1: right. You think
0: I won't be there? <laughs> right.
2: So you know, before we wrap up, you know, what would you say as it relates to women? What's one takeaway from each of you? What's the takeaway that you think uh, people should take away from this conversation that could be beneficial to them?
1: I think that boundaries are important for all people, uh, men, women, mm-hmm. and they need to be discussed up front. And when you have transparency and you're able to set those boundaries up front, you're able to have less headache in the middle and at the end. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you've ever been to any job interview, they give you a job description. This is what is expected of you. And you knowingly and willingly taking this position, you know, here's what you need to do. If you violate these things, here are the consequences. And I think the same is true for relationships and women. It's okay to say, this is what I want. This is who I am. This is what my struggles are. Let's move forward. And it gives the the, the man the opportunity to say, I can't deal with those uh, expectations. This is not something I want to do. And it's okay. It's okay to put it out there in the beginning. And I would say
0: just give yourself a chance. I mean, right. Like you said, explain it up front. This is me. This is where I'm at. This is what I want. But then be open, be transparent, and be honest. And, and, and that's some communication principles that my wife and I tell other couples. Be transparent, be honest, be open, you know, and be clear and direct. Because yes, oh, men... Man,
2: you're stepping on my toes. Go men ahead, are man. not
0: mind, we're not mind readers. Right. So you have to tell us what you want. If you don't want it, tell us you don't want it. Right. If you do want it, tell us you want it. Right. Tell us what you want, how you are, and where you're at.
2: And my, you know, Amen. my takeaway would be simply this. As, as James alluded to, I, I'm a big proponent of being open, honest, clear, and direct. But you have to know yourself. And in knowing yourself, I don't mean knowing your name and how old you are. I mean knowing your inner feelings, knowing your um, desires, and realizing that just because James and Rob have something that I don't have, that I need what they have, maybe I'm going to get it even bigger or better down the line but I have to realize that you don't have to jump just because everyone else is jumping you don't have to have just because everyone else has sometimes what's for you comes at the appropriate time and that's in a relationship as well as a kid I remember you know a lot of my friends were sexually active and I felt like a square I felt out of it I felt lost because I was not active, and I wanted to be, but mainly because of their their peer pressure. And a lot of those same people today, I would venture to say that not only are they no longer sexually active, but they're probably sexually incapable. So sometimes it's best when you simply just wait. So know yourself. To thine own self be true, (laughs) right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. (laughs) So folks, you know, thanks for joining us on this segment of conversations without limitations change the brain is the name of the show conversations without limitations is what we're trying to influence you to do and to be a part of your life with that being said radiate the brain and change the game see you next time
1: next on change the brain conversations without limitations
0: kind of like went along with the process and I guess because it uh provided some finances for the household but he, he never liked us from day one mm. and so that so we kind of steered away from sure. him at all times. Now you know you should know I know everybody knows